Good evening and welcome back. Emirates Hashem, our continued learning should be a schus for all of Klal Yisrael, and specifically those in the front battle of the physical battle and the spiritual battle taking place all around the world, where all of Klal Yisrael is gathering together to add and Torah and Tefillah, Tzedakah, Chesed, Shalom Bayis, obviously Yisrael, and Emirates Hashem, all of the actions that we're doing, the positive actions, should allow us to finally, for once and for all, after this long and bitter Golas, be zeichet the great Mashiach and Meher of We're going to move on from the halachas of Erev Shabbos, moving closer and closer to Shabbos, and begin discussing the halachas of Hadlakas Neir Shabbos, lighting the candles for Shabbos. There are many different components to it, many cases that we're going to discuss, and Mirz Hashem, by discussing these halachas properly, and making sure that we understand that, we resolve all of the doubts that we had, and we're able to fulfill the mitzvah in the greatest, best halachic way possible, will be zeichet to a tremendous shmirah, and specifically women, who this is, this is one of the three mitzvahs that are given over to women specifically, challah, Neiris and Nida in Rish Hashem by the women that are on this chat being, zeich, being more careful about how they fulfill this mitzvah will be Zeicha Olaf Klai Yisrael to greet Mashiach. We're going to begin discussing this week three specific areas of Adlakas Neiris Shabbos and we'll move on over the next few weeks to discuss the other aspects as well. We're going to discuss why. Why exactly do we light the candles on Shabbos? Number two, who should be lighting them? Who is the most preferable person to light them and how exactly should it be set up? And number three, what what type of candles are the most preferable type of candles to light? Is it oil? Is it wax? Can electric be used? We'll discuss all of those in the third part. So let's begin with the first one, which is why. What is the purpose in lighting candles on Erev Shabbos? How does that add? How does that enhance Shabbos? And Chazal give us three independent reasons. Reason number one is Einig. Einig means pleasure. The Pasuk says when it comes to Shabbos, the Karasal Shabbos Einig, you should call Shabbos a pleasure. Shabbos should be an enjoyable day. Having a house that's well lit, eating a meal that's well lit, they're able to see the food that you're eating and see the people around you creates and adds extra enjoyment to Shabbos. And therefore, the simple reason for lighting candles is to have enough light that a person is able to enjoy himself and his house on Shabbos. That's reason number one called Einig. Reason number two seems similar, but it's a little bit different. That's called Kavid. Kavid means respect, dignity. The purpose of lighting the candles, according to the second reason, is not so much to have extra light, but rather to lend a certain significance to the meal. It makes it more, makes it more dignified. It makes it more of a hush of a meal when a person has candles, similar to when a person goes out to a restaurant. Many restaurants will have candles on the table, not for the sake of adding light, but for the sake of adding a certain aura, certain dignity to the meal. For the same reason why we have candles by a chuppah, candles by a bris, all of these add a certain dignity and cover to the meal. And therefore, the second reason why we light Shabbos candles is to add dignity to Shabbos. Not for the light of, not for the, light of the candles, but rather for the dignified aura, for the way that it looks, the presence that it creates in the home and our candles lit. And the third reason is shalom bias, that there should be tranquility in the home, that we want to make sure that when people are walking around the home, they don't trip over things. We want to make sure that people are able to see each other. And a lot of, and a lot of fights do not break out because of the lack of light. And therefore, the third reason is that the house should be well lit, mishum shalom bias, so that one doesn't trip and one is able to see other people. It will not cause strife and anguish in the house, that people will be able to enjoy their time over Shabbos with the people around them. Nowadays, we have electric lights. And therefore, the reason of Einig, the reason to have a pleasurable Shabbos, we wouldn't need to light candles to have Einig. The reason of Shalom Bayis, to make sure that we should have tranquil homes because we have enough light, also, we can rely on the electric light. But the can say the third reason, which we said is the second reason of covered Shabbos, 
honor and dignity of Shabbos, that reason would still apply. That when one walks into their Shabbos meal and sees the candles lit either on the table or near the table, that adds a certain presence to the meal, that makes the meal a candle, a dinner, and that adds a beauty and a dignity to the meal. And therefore, although we have electric lights, and that will take care of the other two problems of Shalom Bayes and Einig, but it will not take care of this third problem of Kavit Shabbos. And this is why we continue, even with our electric lights, to light candles and to light them with the bracha to add to the Kavit of Shabbos. The second aspect we're going to discuss about Hadlakas Neiris is who? Who is supposed to be the one lighting the Neiris? Now, the halacha says that both men and women are ob- obligated equally when it comes to lighting the Neiris. If somebody is a single man and is living at home, he is obligated to light candles just as much as any woman is obligated to light candles. However, Chazal tell us that when there, there is a man and a woman, or there's a couple living at home, when there's a family living at home, the mitzvah is specifically given over to women. And there are two reasons why a woman has more of a connection to this mitzvah than a man. Reason number one is in order to rectify the sin of Chava. When Chava caused Adam Rishon to eat from the Eitz Adas, the Chazal tell us, she extinguished the light of the world, that she made that the whole world, the light of the world, the spiritual light of the world had become dimmed, and therefore women for generations to come, for thousands of years to come, are going to light Shabbos candles to be, able, to be able to bring back into the world some of that spiritual light. And that's reason number one, why women are more connected to lighting candles than men. Reason number two is that, as we mentioned, the re- part of the reasons for lighting is Einig Shabbos, pleasure, covet, to act the dignity, the one that spends more of the time in the house, the one that's in charge of making sure that the house is set up properly and the house looks beautiful for Shabbos is most often the woman. And therefore the mitzvah is given over to the woman. She takes precedence and it's her mitzvah. She has the ability to be able to do it before anybody else. That's the mitzvah given over to the woman. However, as we said, if somebody is single and does not have a wife, we'll discuss what happens if the husband and wife are in different houses. We'll discuss that in a later shear. But if a person is home alone and has no wife, a single man, of course he has to light on his own the same way that a woman would have to light. There are those that have a minig that single girls light as well. There's a minig already brought on the Shulchan Aruch and other places as well. Some even most of most of those that have the minig make a bracha on that as well. However, if this is not a person's minig, the place can discuss whether it is okay for a single girl to light with a bracha. And therefore, if this is one's minig, they should obviously continue to do it to have the single girl's light as well. Many communities that begin at the age of three or a little bit older. If this is not one's minig, then the mother's lighting will be yaitse, will be mitzi, the whole house. And there's no need for anybody else in the home to be able to light. The mother is lighting for the whole, for the whole home. If the woman is not home, and the husband is lighting at home. So there's a husband at home and there are daughters at home. So one would think that the daughter should take precedence over the husband because the daughters are females. And as we said, females have a special connection to the mitzvah. However, the Paiskim say that if there's a husband at home with a few of his children, the husband shall light rather than the daughters because the husband's the one that's in charge of the home more than the children and therefore the husband lights and not the daughters. If, however, there are only boys and girls at home, there are only siblings at home, brothers and sisters at home, then assuming that the girl is over bas mitzvah, she Shishalite rather than the brothers as neither of them have more of an ownership in the home. They're both just siblings in the home. And therefore, this per- the purpose and the reason that we've mentioned about a female taking precedence would apply when it's siblings, a brother and a sister. Although, as we mentioned, the actual lighting is for women, the place can bring down that the preparation for the lighting should be done by the man. And there are reasons based on Kabbalah, the reasons that Rizal says that one of the reasons is, is that since the men were the ones that were held responsible and were the ones that were involved in the Cheta Egel, they were the ones that created the golden calf and the women were not involved. Therefore, they also need to be involved in trying to bring back spiritual light back to the world and therefore even if they're not lighting it nevertheless they prepare it they set up the candles they set up the wet they set up the oil the wicks they should be in charge of setting it up many have the minig that not only does the husband set up the candles but the husband lights the candles and then puts out the candle 
And the reason for this minig is to make it easier for the woman who's going to come ahead and light it again to light it again. There are Paiskim that say with our candles, it's no longer necessary. It was only necessary when they made their own wicks and therefore, it would be more difficult for the, it to catch on, for the wick to catch on, on fire the first time. However, many do it. There are reasons based on Kabbalah as well. And therefore, many continue to do this, even if we do not need this. It's not necessary in our candles. Many continue to do it. Some say only it's, it would only be necessary to do it on, on oil with wick, but not on a candle. And again, if this is one's minig that the husband sets it up and lights it and blows it out, that would be fine. And if this is not one's minig, then it is not necessary to do. But the husband should definitely be involved in the preparation and setting it up, getting it ready for the wife to light. The third area we're going to discuss tonight is what? What is the most preferable type of candles to be lit when it comes to Shabbos? The Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch, brings down that the most preferable thing to light is olive oil. And the reason he gives is a simple reason, but one which is no longer relevant nowadays. The Mechaber says that if we have oil, which is not catching, the wick cannot catch on to the oil properly. Either the wick is not, not a great wick, or the oil is not the type of oil that is allowing the flame to be able to be lit properly. We are nervous that one is going to come and adjust that flame on Shabbos and be possibly be over on Yisurim on Shabbos. And therefore, we want to use the type of light that will be lit well and we won't be nervous that it will flicker, causing somebody to adjust it. However, the Mishabur speaks out, nowadays that is no longer something that we have to be worried about. First of all, because the type of candles that we have, wax candles and all the candles that we have, they light well and generally they don't flicker. They're made to be lit for their, for their light. And we don't have to be nervous that we've created our own wicks that may flicker. Secondly, as we mentioned, we rely on electric lights for our light. We don't rely on the Shabbos candles. And therefore, even if they were flickering, the chances of somebody coming over and adjusting them is very, very slim. People don't even notice whether they're flickering or not flickering. That's not something that people notice. We don't rely on their light. And therefore, the Mishabur says one can light with either candles or he can light with olive oil. Either one of them are totally fine halachically to light with for to light to light for Shabbos candles, either olive oil or any type of candles. However, there are reasons based on Kabbalah, both the Shla, the Chida, and many others bring down as well, to specifically use olive oil. We know that the Gemara tells us that somebody who's careful, a woman who's careful about lighting candles on Shabbos, will ensure that she will have children that are to meet the The Chida brings down that Torah is compared to olive oil, and therefore he says it's preferable to use olive oil. The Shla as well brings down that the most preferable thing to be used is olive oil, and therefore, although there are reasons based on Kabbalah to specifically use olive oil, in Halacha, either one of them, either olive oil or candles are fine, and there are some that even prefer candles. They think that the light, they hold it, the light lights nicer, it's, the flame shines brighter with a wax candle rather than an oil candle. Similarly, as we mentioned before, what a, a wax candle has the ability to add a certain ambiance and dignity that perhaps an olive oil candle doesn't, doesn't add. A candle at dinner is generally with white, tall, beautiful candles as opposed to olive oil. And therefore, there are some that prefer specifically to use candles over olive oil. In addition, as we'll speak about in a, further, in a future shear, there is a preference to have the candles specifically on the table. If you had an olive oil candle on the table and you're banging the table and singing smiris, that may be an issue of extinguishing the light, even if it doesn't get fully extinguished. But if, it, if the oil is moving around in the cup because of your banging, that may be an issue as well. And therefore, there are those that prefer uh, wax candles as opposed to olive oil. And therefore, again, halakhically, one can go either way. In Kabbalah, there is a preference to lighting olive oil, but one can go either way. What about electric lights? So the Paiskim discuss at length well whether one can use electric lights, and there are various reasons why some of the Paiskim do not like it. Some of them, some Paiskim say that it does not have a halachic status of a candle. Some say you can't make the bracha of lahadlik to light 
on something which is electric. And there are other reasons as well why Pais can say one should not preferably use electric. However, if one is stuck, for example, one realizes right before Shkia, a few minutes before Shkia, that they ran out of candles, ran out of oil, ran out of wicks, and they don't have time to get to a neighbor before Shkia. Or a woman is in the hospital or in a hotel or in some, in some place where it's impossible to light candles. According to almost all Paiskim, a woman can be Yitza 100% and a man as well can be Yitza 100% by lighting electric lights. However, they need to be turned on specifically for Shabbos. So if one finds themselves in a scenario where they do not or cannot light regular candles, they can use the electric lights. They should shut them off before Shabbos, turn them right back on and make the bracha on those lights, having in mind that they should add to the ambiance of Shabbos. They should add to the beauty of Shabbos, the unique, the pleasure of Shabbos, and they should take care of the issues of Shalom Bayis by having a well-lit room, a well-lit home over Shabbos. Have a great Shabbos.